Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. I'll be reading from Psalm 24, first verse to the eighth verse. You can stand if you like to. Psalm 24, first verse to the eighth verse. The earth is the Lord, the footing of the world, and they that dwell therein it. For he hath founded upon the sea. He extabbed it upon the flood. Who shall ascend in the hills of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who had not lifted up his soul unto vanity, not a sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord, the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face. O Jacob, Selah, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, mercy, Holy God, we come one more morning come thanking you for blessing us to be able to call thy holy name, Father. We come, Father, we ask of you to bless those one the sick, Father. Bless those one that laying on the bed and not able to move, Father. We know you're able, Master, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God that created the heaven and the earth. We thank you, Father, for so many years you had blessed us, you had kept us, you had showed us the way, Father. And we come calling on thy holy name, Father. God bless the man that's going to speak the word this morning. Bless everyone that hear, Father. And we come calling on thy holy name. Dear holy God, we come and we pray this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. candidate for baptism. 
Valencia Pounds. Based upon your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Did anybody come to worship God today? We came to worship him and magnify and glorify his name. Let's magnify his holy name. Enter the gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good, and we came to worship Him. Let's stand in His presence, if you're able, and worship the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He's a mighty God. Hallelujah. We worship Him. Oh! 
have I have some uh, I preached the word this morning and pastor is absent today but he's going to preach the word this morning to us and I think we might let's see what sing them well open worship I think they'll sing a song first, sing one more song before. I'd like to welcome the visitors this morning. If we have any visitors, would you stand, please? You have to excuse me this morning. I'm kind of stumbling a little bit. It's, uh, so, I would like to sing you a song uh, this morning, uh, the visitor.
Amen. God is good all the time. Amen. And so first we want to lift his name up and thank him for this day. He's the reason why you're here today. Amen. That alarm clock didn't get you up this morning. God woke you up this morning. And so therefore we say thank you. We're thankful for our pastor in his absence, his um, elect lady um, is here, amen. We thank God for her, amen. Thank God for all those that are at home watching and those that are here, my brothers and sisters in Christ. But there is a word from the Lord. I promise you, I know we say this all the time, we're not going to hold you long, but I promise I won't hold you long. If you have your Bibles, open them up to the sixth chapter of Exodus. Amen. While you're looking for that, I am going to ask for prayer for my grandson. I have an eighth-month-old grandson. His name is Nazir. Um, he contracted COVID. Amen. Earlier in the week, his temperature got as high as 103. Um, but right now, he's just uh, a little aggravated because he has a bad cough, but he's doing better than he was. Amen. So, I, so, of course, it spread through the house. So my daughter has it now, and amen, you know, the house has it. So thank God that my other grandson went to visit his dad in Akron, so he doesn't have it. But keep us in prayer, amen? Exodus chapter number 6. I will read only the first three verses for this text. If you have it, say Amen. If you don't have it, say Bible study. Amen. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. Exodus chapter number 6, starting at verse number 1, you will find these words. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shalt thou see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand shall he let them go, and with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty. But by my name Jehovah, was I not known to them? As you're taking your seat, you may be seated. I just want to speak for a couple of minutes on the topic, a need to know. A need to know. My brothers and sisters, if we didn't need God before, which we always need him. We need him now even more. We have children that are scared to even go to school. Amen. Because folks are rushing into our schoolhouses and shooting at our children. Matter of fact, they're even more scared because the adults that have been called to cover them and protect them and have this badge that they want to flaunt around all the time, they, they were scared uh, to even go in and engage the one killing our children. I just told you my grandson, eight months old, has COVID and struggled with that thing. My brothers and sisters, we're living in some terrible times. Tornadoes and hurricanes and earthquakes and all kind of diver diseases are taking on folks all around this world and I've come to stand before God's people to say that now more than ever before we need to have a closer walk with God can I tell you even more those that have just accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior you need to get in somebody's Sunday school class amen somebody Bible study you need to know more about our God because all of these things that are taking place in this world is enough to cause you to fall from the faith. Yeah. 
A lot of folks during these times, they're pointing their fingers at God and saying, God, why? The truth of the matter is, if you're pointing your finger at God and you're saying, God, why? You need to get in God's word because he's already said all of these things are going to take place. Amen. There is a need to know God more and more. If you don't believe me, Psalms 9, verse number 9 and 10, it says, The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. We have a need to know God more and more. Even Jesus, when folks were following him in the Matthew in the gospel according to Matthew chapter 11, he says, take my yoke upon you, listen, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I would challenge the believers on today to go home and read the book of Second Peter, because all through that book, Peter is reminding those who have accepted Christ as their Savior of all the troubles that they are going to face in this life. Can I tell you, he says some are going to be burned at the stake. Some are going to be thrown in pits and, and eaten by animals just because of their faith in Christ Jesus. There's only three chapters in that book, and the very last verse after Peter warns the believers about all that they will suffer in their walk, he says this. In verse number 18, in chapter 3 of 2 Peter, he says, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be both now glory, both now and forevermore. Let the church say amen. So in this sermon, we will give special attention to the great support that God gave Moses during the early days of his emancipation work in Egypt. See, it was a critical time for Moses. Things seemed to be going from bad to worse. See, the initial request made by Moses to Pharaoh to give Israel some time to worship only resulted in more trouble for Israel from Pharaoh. And see, this caused even the Israelites to turn on Moses. My brothers and sisters, we need to know God more and more. This turn of events had put Moses in such despair that he was questioning his call to be Israel's emancipator. But in his despair, there was one that did not forsake him. God did not forsake him, but stood by Moses and gave Moses much support for his work. And I promised you all that I wouldn't be before you long. I only have, I have three points, but they're only in three simple words. See, my first point is the word then. Then. Oh, it's right there in the text. Chapter 6, it says, Then the Lord said, unto Moses. Well, the first point is the word then. I think we need to find out why then is there. See, in chapter number five, I explained it to you earlier, the people of God became angry at Moses because Moses went to Pharaoh and said, let my people go worship. And then Pharaoh took the straw from the people and said, now go out there with your worshiping selves and make some bricks without straw. And can I tell you, you're you going to get mad at anyone that tells you to go do something that you have to do that's going to be harder for you to do. See, I know they got mad at him because right there in Exodus chapter 5 at 21 it says, and they said unto them, to Moses and the other leaders, the Lord look upon you and judge because ye have made our Savior to be abhorred in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of his servant. 
to put a sword in their hand to slay us. But listen to what Moses did. And Moses returned unto the Lord. He began to pray, y'all, and said, Lord, wherefore hast thou so evil entreated this people? Why is it that thou hast sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he hath done evil to this people, neither hast thou delivered thy people at all. Sounds like Moses is a little angry with God. But can I tell you, no matter how you feel about God in your situation, you still ought to open up your mouth and pray to God. Even if you got a question about what's going on in your life, don't question me about it. Go ahead on and talk to our Lord. He's up there waiting on you. Seemed like Moses was a little mad. Uh, when it seemed like everybody and every circumstance was against him, the Bible says, then Moses found that God was still for him. See, when he prayed, the Bible says the Lord began to speak to Moses. See, there's situations all through our Bible in the gospel according to Luke. In chapter 8, starting at verse number 22, you will find that Jesus is on a boat with his disciples. And it says, now it came to pass on a certain day that they went into a ship. Uh, and he said unto them, let us go over to the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, they, he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake. And they were filled with water. And now their lives, my brothers and sisters, were in jeopardy. But listen to what they did. And they came to him. They came to Jesus. They woke him up and said, Master, Master, we're going to die out here. The Bible says, then he arose. See, you got to turn to Jesus. And he rebuked the wind and the raging of water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. I'm trying to talk to somebody right now. When you find yourself in trouble, talk to God, and then something will happen. Well, you're looking at me like you need another one. I got another one. Matthew chapter 9, verse number 27. It says, and when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, that means he kept on walking. The blind men came in, uh, came to him, and Jesus said unto them, listen to this, believe ye that I'm able to do this? They said unto him, yea, Lord. And the Bible says, then touched he their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. The Bible says, and their eyes were opened. That great physician named Luke when writing down and recording a parable about what Jesus was about to, to talk about, in Luke chapter 18, he says, and he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought to always pray and not faint. Brother Luke was saying, listen, pray and don't give up. Matter of fact, pray and keep on praying. Pray again, pray one more time. It ain't no change, still pray. People talk about you, pray. Everybody else gave up on you, still pray. And don't give up on our God. And before I move off of this point of the then, I'd like to take you to one of the famous scriptures in the Bible, 2 Chronicle 7, 14. Listen to what it says. If my people, which are called by my name, watch this, will humble themselves, and pray and seek my face, rut row, and turn from their wicked ways. The Bible says, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Ah, when we do the will of God faithfully, we will always find that God is for us 
even though everyone and everything else seems to be against us. We may lack the support of people and circumstances, but if we have God's support, my brothers and sisters, we have enough. I'm done with the first point. My first point is then. You, you pray and then God will speak. Well, what's the next point? Well, I'm glad you asked. Well, uh, the, the next point is now. <laughs> See, we want God to step in our situation, y'all. And if you want him to step in your situation, you need to pray. And somebody asked, well, when is he going to show up? Well, I'm going to tell you, he's going to show up right now. It's right there in the text. It says, then the Lord uh, said unto Moses, now shalt thou see what I will do to, Moses, uh, to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand shall he let them go, and with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. See, the statement had to be a tremendous encouragement to Moses. It indicated an important thing about God's power, the moment of his power. The Bible says, now shalt thou see what I will do to Pharaoh. See, that says the wait is over. Now, Moses will start seeing the power of God displayed against Pharaoh. Amen, somebody. That evil tyrant who had mercilessly added to Israel's cruel bondage after Moses made the request for Israel to worship. See, the curtain was being raised on the stage of divine revenge, and the intervention, the intervention of God was about to begin. The wait was over. Now, Moses would see things happening. Though Pharaoh would not let them go right away, Moses, however, would start seeing signs and wonders of God's power as never before. Can I talk to us for a little while? See, when you pray to God, then the Lord will begin to talk to you. Now, watch this. Now, God is going to step into your situation. But we have to pay attention to what's going on around us. See, God might not end that thing right away, but he's in it. And he's going to give you evidence that he's walking with you, and he's talking with you, and he's with you. See, I, I've got a problem. Sometimes I've got a problem with God. Because it seems like things get from bad to worse in almost everything that we go through. I began to question God one time. I was like, wait a minute, God, I prayed, and now they done took my job away from me. I prayed for a financial blessing, and the next day I got laid off. And I began to talk to God. I'm like, why are you putting more on me than I think that I can handle? But see, we have a need to know more about God because his word says he would not put more on us than we can handle. I did lose that job, but he moved me to a... Oh, y'all got it out there. He moved me to a better job. But I lost my house... I lost some friends, but I never slept outside, and I never went hungry. God began to show me he could take care of me even when I didn't have a job to take care of myself. There's evidence that he's working in your situation. You just got to pay attention. I think we're like Burger King type of people. We want it our way <laughs> this blew me away see we watched the movie and we think that in the, because we seen this movie about the situation that God threw 10 plagues on them and then it was like 10 days they were marching out of that place 
No, no, no. Matter of fact, if you read the account in the Bible, you can read it in less than 30 minutes. And so some of us think, well, wow, he, he moved real fast. But can I tell you, my brothers and sisters, it was over a year and a half before God's people were marching out because of the power of God. I love the Lord. See, I really believe, and the Lord spoke to me on this point. He says he, let, he allows things to get so bad that, that we can't take care of them. That no one can take care of them. And, and, and so now we have to turn to him and rely on him to take care of it. Because sometimes we'll run the mama before we run the God. We run to somebody that got some money before we run to the one that owns the whole wide world. We'll run the folks that say, I got you, and they won't even answer the phone. But when you call on the Lord, then he's going to answer you and step in your situation right now. Hold on and don't give up. God has got your back. I told you I wouldn't be before you long. I'm just about done. First of all, we have a need to know. When we pray, then God will begin to talk to you. Well, when is he going to work on my situation? He's going to work on it. He started to work on it as soon as you open your mouth and say, hey, Lord, he's working on it right now and my last point is the word and see right there it's right there in verse number two it says and God spake unto Moses and said unto him I am the Lord and I appear to Abraham unto Isaac and unto Jacob by the name God Almighty, but by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. God, right here, He's speaking about His person. See, the next encouragement for Moses was to have reiterated to him the character of God's person. God spoke to Moses and said, They knew me as Lord Almighty, but I got another name they need to check out. They're going to know me now by Jehovah. See, what God is telling Moses here is related to what he told Moses in the wilderness about his name. The message is that from now on, God will be known primarily to Israel by the name Jehovah. While Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob knew the name Jehovah as one of the names of God, that name was not a prominent name to them. It was not the primary name by which God, which they knew God. But now it will be. While the flesh sees little encouragement in knowing the name of God, Scripture, as we learned earlier, tells us otherwise. Matter of fact, Psalms 9.10 says, They that know thy name will put their trust in thee. Daniel 11.32 says, The people that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. See, the names of God indicate the character of God. And the meaning of the name Jehovah is amplified in the name I am that I am. It underscores his greatness, his power, his self-existence, thus his superiority. And since it is Jehovah, not some lesser person, who is making these great promises to Moses, this will provide much encouragement for Moses. Hence the emphasis on the person of God in these two verses is very significant for encouragement to Moses. So my brothers and sisters, I'm about to take my seat, but let us learn from this scripture the importance of really knowing God and who he is. The better we know God, the better our faith. And therefore, the greater our encouragement in difficult times. See, in Genesis chapter 22, ah, they called his name Jehovah Jireh. The Lord 
who provides. And in, jo in Judges chapter 6, they knew him as Jehovah Shalom, the Lord who gives peace. And in Exodus chapter 15, they called him Jehovah Rapha because he was a Lord who heals. And in Jeremiah 23, 6, they knew him as Jehovah Tanisaku, the Lord, our righteousness. And in, in Ezekiel 48 and 35, they called him Jehovah Shammah, the Lord that is there. And in Exodus 17 and 15, they called him Jehovah Nisi because he is the Lord, our banner. And in Psalm 46 and 1, if you're looking for shelter in the storm, they say God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And if it seems like everybody and everything is against you, you ought to go to Romans 8 and 31. It says, what shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? And if you're hungry, you're fatherless, you might even be a widow, you ought to travel to Psalm 146. It says, happy is he that have the God of Jacob for his help whose hope is in the Lord, his God. He made heaven and earth and the sea, all that is therein, which keepeth truth forever. He executeth judgment for the oppressed. He giveth food to the hungry. The Lord looseth the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. The Lord preserveth the stranger. He relieveth the fatherless and the widow. But the way of the wicked, he will turn upside down. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Even thy God, O Zion, to all generations. Praise ye the Lord. Well, I know somebody got somebody in their family that they want to see saved. And you're even wondering if they could ever be saved. Well, you ought to turn to Hebrews 7.25. It says, wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. And if you want to know how much God loves you, you ought to go to John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And he's coming back one day. And if you don't know, you ought to go to 1 Thessalonians 4, 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be called up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. My brothers and sisters, I said it in the beginning. Now, more than ever before, we need to know God for ourselves. And the truth is, Preachers need to stop playing with God's word in the pulpit. Amen. They need to hear the real, real about our God. Amen, somebody. I know I'm right about it because over in Hosea chapter 4, verse number 6, God begins to talk to the priest of the land. He says, listen to this. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I also will reject thee. And thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. I'm going to say it one more again. Find yourself in somebody's Sunday school, somebody's Bible study. Even spend God in, in, in personal time in, in your devotional period. 
spend some, some time with the Lord because we all have a need to know. May God bless you and God keep you. That's my prayer. the word. God can do anything. He always could. Just look around us. We can tell God can do anything. So there might be someone here on the day who would like to give their life to Christ. Which is an invitation. It's a, the door of the church is open. We have two ways in my carry for peoples we have the first is the first is uh, you might uh, would like to know Christ if that's you you can hold your hand up and someone will come to you if you would like to give your life to Christ God has truly blessed us every step of the way there is an end there is an end. Just as sure as the flood comes. But we want to be ready for it. We don't know what might happen. We might not even make it home. The second call is you might already be in church. I just left a church and I'd like to join my carry. We'd be glad to have you. You would like to join, my Karen. One. Is that another? We'll be glad to have you. Good, warm, uh, current church for everyone. My carrier. We have a gift for the baptism, and we would like to give you a gift. We have a Bible for you, and we have some more gifts. Thank you for joining the church. How are your parents at? Okay. We have one uh, 
announcement that the young lady had come and told me she would like to have an announcement and she would like to have you to come up if you will. Just a quick reminder, we are having the women's ministry meet and greet directly following services in the atrium. So please come and join us. Check out what we're doing, what we're trying to start all over again, um, and come join us and have a little refreshment before you go back out into the rain. Thanks. A way of giving on text to give. The number is 855 908 0710. Cash, Epper, Matcha, Give 5. Text, Give, Done. And we have the deacon in the back uh, after church if you would like to give. Uh, and I am developing, Deacon would be in the back, and I think we stay here about 30 minutes after church, if you would like to give. I guess that's about all, so we would like to, we would like to have a, uh, a benediction. God had truly blessed us, and the word had been preached that God is. He always been God. He always will be God. He's a God from everlasting to everlasting. Thou art God. May God bless all of us. Now, unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and to the presence of faithfulness before the presence of the glory exceeding of joy. To the only wise God of the Savior be glory and medicine, dimension and power both now and forever. Amen. I'd like for you to stay in your seats uh, until the ushers direct you after church. virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live. Thank you for your continued generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the...